1: <laughs> hey guys, welcome to DK blah, Welcome to DKPS headquarters downtown. He's Chris Halleck, our Steelers beat writer. I'm Dan Kovacevic, and this is Steelers twenty four seven, a recurring live show that we're gonna do with your help.
0: Yeah, uh, it's uh, we did we did one a couple of days ago and uh,
1: it was a big hit. It w- it really was.
0: I mean, we were like maybe maybe we'll get a question or two, and we no, ended up getting we got hit. <laughs> we we got hit pretty good, and so we're uh, uh, here again uh, here to field your questions. But uh, I just came over from uh, the south side. We uh, a ta- uh, select um, handful of reporters talked to. Uh, That's a
1: brag. That was a humble brag on his part.
0: Well, we are. We are. A select everywhere.
1: few reporters were invited in <laughs> to meet Art Rooney, and I was one of them. Said Chris.
0: Well, we uh, we did uh, talk with Art about uh, a number of things, and obviously Matt Canada came up. How um, long
1: did it take for Matt Canada to come up? Second question. What was first? Um, Not well, to pick it, on you know. anybody here, but how do you ask something before? How did you keep Matt I'm Canada? To what the first
0: question was? I think it was just uh, overall. Like just kind of an overarching view of the season, and um, he, he had, you know, Art had talked about the the progression of the, of the team, the offense, uh, especially the running game, uh, how that improved, and how the, the four
1: questions, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he
0: kind of talked about that stuff, and so I think the first question was more kind of in response to that, and then that obviously led to.
1: By the way, yeah, What is Why? <laughs> Did anybody even have to use his name? Just go. Why, Mark? Why? Uh, hola. Ivor Metkin comes in and yeah. says hello through YouTube. You can ask us questions through either YouTube or Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you're on Twitter, uh, don't, because it's not it's not going to make it onto our list here. Just make it. Uh, just make it show. Uh, make it show up on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, Christopher McCarty comes through with uh, our first question where he says, uh, Dan, why weren't you at the press conference? Did they only invite the softball throwers? Hey, this man, he can, he can bring it.
0: Yeah. I i pride myself in being able to ask some questions. And uh, um, I, uh, I will say this, that this wasn't your, your typical press conference. He wasn't sitting no. uh, at a podium. This is, he's sitting there with the reporters you get to, I mean, he, he's going to, give an over, overarching view of, of the season of what transpired and where the team needs to improve. And so um, they only allowed a, a certain amount of reporters to be there for something. Like yeah. That. There's and, that's
1: always the way that it's been done and, mm-hmm. and the way it's limited because art isn't super comfortable in settings with like a hundred reporters yelling and screaming and whatever else here. Mm-hmm. So they say one per outlet. Well, our outlet's going to send our beat writer a mm-hmm. hundred times out of a hundred. That's just, How that goes here. Daniel Matos Mm -hmm. from Brazil says, hey, guys, I wonder what are the odds of Brian Flores returning as a Steelers coach next season? I don't think they're very good.
0: I don't think they're very good either. Uh, He's obviously uh, already interviewed for um, the Browns defensive coordinator position, which he didn't get. Um, then he, uh, interviewed for the Cardinals head coaching position. Yeah, I, I'm um, going to throw
1: out almost all of the head coaching interviews that, yeah. that come because of the Rooney rule. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, if that sounds excessively cynical, so be it. Um, but, but I, he's going to end up with a position that was higher than what he
0: yeah, had with and, the Steelers. And I'm listen, Mike Tomlin pounced on a situation with Brian Flores, rightfully so, where, he wasn't going to land a head coaching position because of the, the lawsuit against the league. And Mike Tom was like, he's a fantastic coach. We're going to add him to our staff. And that was actually a great thing. And that was uh, the Brian Flores effect on the defense actually made its way into uh, our meeting with art as well about the possibility of an assistant on a senior assistant on offense. And art didn't really want to get too much into it, but um didn't want to he said we'll leave everything on the table
1: Mm -hmm. yeah he says why wasn't terry bradshaw at the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception uh his explanation was that he had to do tv work Mm -hmm. my guess is that if he had asked Mm -hmm. to not do the tv work oh yeah um, they would have more than obliged probably um he he is who he is Mm -hmm. this is what he does uh it's it used to be real big drama around here every decision that bradshaw made Mm -hmm. which funeral did he not attend or whatever else here uh it's not as much anymore for obvious reasons you know after those generations a lot older
0: right and i think now you're gonna start seeing something a little similar and i think we've already started to see it a little bit with ben Mm hoffelsberger now that he's retired so there's a new quarter uh retired quarterback to pick
1: on Mm -hmm. no question about that scott Sanders says dk were you surprised by Ramon Foster's suggestion that the Steelers are going to stand pad at offensive line in the draft. Did Moan suggest this based on some insider info? Uh, One never knows with Moan because he's always in communication with Mm -hmm. not just the past guys, but the current guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to speak for him, but I will say that I was a little bit surprised uh, when he mentioned that because when I look at that left side of the line, uh, I still see a need for offensive tackle. However, Mm -hmm. I also know that, offensive tackles don't materialize out of nowhere and whereas you saw last year the mm-hmm. great ot class in that draft yeah. this year is not the case no
0: it's not it's not as deep of a draft uh and it also depends on what the steelers are able to do in free agency as well uh because as much as we don't like to think of it because you know the steelers led or were tied for the league lead in uh, the, there are a lot of things to address on defense because of the number of players that are le- that are becoming unrestricted free agents, uh, along with the actual holes on the team that existed
1: last year. No question about that. Mark Petro says, what do you think they're going to do with the backup quarterback position? Uh, I've got two words for you, Mark. <laughs> one of them is Josh and the other one is Dobbs. Uh, he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. They not only know him but they trust him implicitly and not just as a quarterback Um, you'll recall there were times when mike tomlin got him onto the field uh, just for gimmicky run plays but also in terms of what he brings off the field who was it that ben roethlisberger would go to on the sideline it wasn't mason rudolph right okay yeah he'd go to the guy in the civvies Mm -hmm. and he's an ego-free guy which is saying something considering he is a Literal rocket scientist, <laughs> yeah, uh, who who knows his place, but at the same time, obviously, Chris prepares himself because what mm-hmm. we saw him do for the Titans down the stretch,
0: exactly, and and that's what a that's what you want from a consummate professional as a backup, somebody who doesn't have a big ego, somebody who is team first, somebody who can do all of those things, and who's also really and really smart. Really, yeah, <laughs> all
1: all of that, all of that is a, a, a good thing to say the least here. Uh, Leslie says, will there be an Omar Khan press conference soon? Not to my knowledge. Uh, No, not anytime soon,
0: but he will address reporters in a similar manner uh, that R did today before the Combine. I I do know that. And then he will obviously speak in a more formal press conference at the Combine as well. So we will be hearing from Omar Khan soon, just not quite yet.
1: Yeah, there will be availabilities as well at the owners meetings, which we'll be sending Chris to cover. Mm -hmm. Where are they this year? Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix. Uh, northwest of Phoenix. You know They never put these things in like Sioux Falls, <laughs> South Dakota, or anything. You notice that? They're always where, they can, where, can,
0: where can, golf can be played. Where
1: golf much. can be played is exactly <laughs> right. Um, you'll also see and hear from Omar, uh, as Chris mentioned, at the Combine and also in a pre-draft press yes. conference With about a week before the actual selections in which they tell you everything. They tell you who they're... No, they they don't do that. (laughs) Not at all here.
0: They're going to play their cards close to the chest for obvious reasons.
1: Scott says, Chris, really enjoy your work. Thank you. Did Art's comments on the coaching staff today make you think that they're going to bring in a senior assistant on offense because you know what Scott is in favor of that that's what he's saying there in great big parentheses there bring in somebody who can at least help this Claude right coordinate the offense that's what he's saying that's not me everybody that's Scott saying that in parentheses right Scott um I mean Art said that they're they're not gonna pretty
0: much everything is left on the table as an option but He won't, he didn't implicitly or or, or explicitly, sorry, go into, um, they are definitely going to do that. And obviously they're not, the Steelers aren't going to lay all their cards out and say exactly what they're going to do. Um, It really does depend on, and Tomlin is still going through his, um, um, through his evaluations of the coaching staff. So there's still more possible moving parts there. Brian Flores is going to end up getting hired. So the coaching staff for 2023 is not set in stone just yet.
1: No, but when they're talking about changes on the coaching staff, uh, you gotta understand it's not—it's yeah. not, not going to be major stuff. When they talk mm-hmm. about changes to the coaching staff, they're talking about anything from a, such and such mm-hmm. assistant to low-level stuff, yeah. names that people would never even would never even know. See, Scott admits it. Look at that—he <laughs> he just fesses up. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, pretty much that." Everything he just said here. Daniel says Jalen Ramsey, yay or nay? Uh, I'm always oh. yay on Jalen Ramsey. But there are price tags and there, there, are, are. there are moves that have to be made mm-hmm. as it relates to the salary cap. It's, uh, I've been talking a lot about the cap lately. And the cap is, it's one thing if you look at it right now, it's like $1.8 yeah. in free space. It doesn't matter at all. No, because okay. they still
0: have so many different things. Oh, well, William to Jackson
1: space. III, third, $12 million, it's 12 right million just like that. They're not, not right keeping there. him. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky if he gets cuts another 8 million suddenly you have 22 million and there's there's a lot more that can be done. Let's go to the next one here and see uh, Donnie says oh he's dark Donnie now he used to just be Donnie and then he turned dark (laughs) hi guys. Uh, I think what we really need is a run-stuffing defensive tackle. The kid from Baylor looks good. What's your take? I have no idea who he's referencing. I'm nowhere near doing draft uh, prep.
0: I can't. I can't remember. It, it, it's a. It's an interesting name. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, the beauty of sitting
1: um. here at a machine. Let's <laughs> let's do this here. Uh, but I I'll tell you what, I do like is the idea of a defensive lineman. Uh, I think yeah. that we're we're at that point. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, the interesting name. Yeah, yeah, you were right about that. Ooh, it's really interesting. How do you pronounce that? Siaki, Siaki Ika, yeah. it looks like.
0: So uh, I... Where's he from? from? Born in
1: Salt Lake City.
0: All right. Okay. So one thing I will say about, uh, like, your idea of a run-stuffing defensive tackle, that's actually probably something that if the Steelers wanted to try to get ahead of, ahead of the trend, that might be something that they could do because more and more teams are starting to become a little bit more run centric uh, to um, combat like the, the constant cat and mouse game of now the NFL is an all passing league. And now because defenses have much more smaller, faster guys, now they want to be able to run it down their throats. And so could we see the NFL be more run centric in three, four years? and
1: Well, we're already seeing it to an well, extent. Yeah. yeah, there's no question about that here. Uh, Tim bites back. Terry Bradshaw went to Franco's funeral. What more do you want from the guy? He did a tribute to Franco the night of the Jersey retirement. Uh, Tim, you're confusing me with someone who cares what Terry Bradshaw does. This is a debate from the 1970s and 80s at the latest, and I have no interest in it whatsoever here. Bill Hoffman asks a technical question. How does this comment stuff work with this uh, stream art? Plain and simple. You go to either Facebook or, or YouTube. YouTube, yeah. And just type it right there on the on the live chat there, and it'll show up on our screen just like.
0: And if you are watching this on Twitter, uh, there is not a mechanism to ask questions on Twitter, so you will have to go to either Facebook or
1: YouTube. No, yeah, you can definitely do that here. Let's see. Uh, oh, now, no, like Bill says, thanks. Uh, Jake says, I'm "Seeing a lot of talk about trading Deontay Johnson lately. Do you think that's a real possibility? And if they do." would that then mean that jordan addison is on the immediate radar you know you've got to learn from scott sander how to say what it is that you actually mean jake what you're saying is get rid of Deontay, that bum so that they can go get my guy addison because i liked watching him play at Pitt. that's what you're actually this is in parentheses here i have to do the translations for everybody this um, isn't happening by the way no
0: okay. no Deontay johnson's not going anywhere um I understand the frustration with Deontay. Especially
1: I in big games because yeah. he stinks in big games.
0: Um, but at the same time, Deontay still does enough things. He still led the team in catches. He's going to get open for Kenny Pickett. You need a receiver who knows how to get open, and Deontay can absolutely do that. Can he be better? Absolutely he can be better. But um, having to use a first-round pick on a receiver with all of the other needs that this roster has – I just think Steelers fans need to don't put, don't pin your hopes on Jordan Addison. I'll put it that way.
1: I I don't want to see a first round pick. Not on a which receiver. Is, which no, 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 no. no, no. It's it, it's time to. If he's
0: there at thirty two for some weird reason, well, I I can entertain that.
1: Yeah, but no. not at seventeen. Bill Bill asked why are the Talking Heads better than Devo? They're not. It's a loaded question, Bill. They're pretty much a tie, even though they have almost nothing in common. But Devo did mongoloid and the heads didn't. No no more of that. Come on, stop that. Uh, Craig says, what about just loading up in the first three rounds to shut down the passing game? Well, what do you mean when you say that, Craig? Because you've already got the planet's best edge rusher. You're just saying the defensive front. But, hey, I'll throw something out at you. Yeah. How about an interior linebacker who can – Penetrate. Yeah. I mean, you say what you want about Miles Jack and the Mm -hmm. kind of season that he had, but it was a zero on the splash level.
0: Yeah, it it really was. It was, and uh, I don't want to make an excuse for a player. Players don't want to make excuses for themselves.
1: He was banged up. Uh, But
0: he was really, (laughs) really hurt, especially the second half of the season. He
1: played through it.
0: played through a uh, grade three strain in his groin. I mean... Just that. Just saying that sounds painful.
1: He is. Uh, he is um, a tough guy, uh, both on and off the, the field. He's. He is in, something.
0: Inside linebacker is absolutely a need for this team. One of the. One of the biggest
1: needs. Yeah, rabid Pop Tart, which is easily the best pseudonym we're going to have here today, <laughs> asks: Has there been any word about what the twenty twenty three cap number is going to be? Yes, but not officially. No. It, it, it looks like it'll end up at around two twenty five.
0: Plus, the Steelers get almost four and a half of rollover from 2022. So it would be almost 230 if it is a 225 official, but we
1: won't know that until March. Yeah, I, I don't I, – it, it's not going to vary much. It's no, not going to be – you're not going to have some big magical number. And remember, by the way, whenever it goes up, all teams. Yes. Everyone gets excited, me. like <laughs> as if it's only their team that gets it to go up here. William Wait. says, hello from Mississippi. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Dana says, uh, uh, today's Daily Shot, that's my uh, podcast that I do every morning on the Steelers, mentioned hope. Do we have hope that Matt Canada will continue to improve next season like Tomlin saw improvement at the end of this past season, or will we see more of the same?
0: Well, that's actually a really good question because art that was really the focus of what Art Rooney II said today was – they are encouraged by the growth that happened over the second half of the season, and so against
1: lesser opponents,
0: against lesser opponents. But Kenny Pickett didn't turn the ball over in 224 attempts against some of the lesser better, opponents against some of the, against some of the better pass defenses, and they ran for 198 yards against the Ravens,
1: um, <laughs> who ranked. Third I let that one go. Yeah, who ranked, <laughs> who ranked
0: third? Now. Obviously, this offense has to get better. And I love the fact that whenever I am saying something and then a couple weeks later, the owner of the Steelers says the same thing. The One of the main focuses for this offense has to be red zone efficiency because they were awful at it last year. He didn't say it exactly like that, but I'm saying it exactly like that. They were really bad in and around the red zone. That is the next focus, the next step. If they're not better there, that I probably won't have a job.
1: Marv says, "How open is our Super Bowl window?" We're going to take a couple more today. Um, there's no Super Bowl window right now. This no. is—I'm not being a, a downer here or whatever. I just don't see how you can talk about a Super Bowl when
0: you didn't even make the playoffs. You didn't
1: make the playoffs, um, and you went seven and two down the stretch, which is impressive. But you did so against lesser opponents. Uh, I like a lot of what I saw from the Steelers here uh, over these last nine games. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I'm talking about independent of the outcomes, independent of the wins and losses. But I'm not prepared to put them into any kind of discussion. However, Mm -hmm. Chris, when you talk about a window of any kind in any sport for any team, you look at who your very, very best players are Mm -hmm. and you say, how long are they going to be around? Yeah. So when you're talking about the Steelers, you're obviously talking about T.J. Watt. Minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and probably kind of setting Cam off to the side, respectfully. Right. Because it's not going to be a lot longer. No, it okay? won't be a lot longer. But TJ to me has been the guy you look at. You yeah. say, Here's a game changer. Well, yeah.
0: Because I mean, even if he's, even if he's, I mean, he was injured for seven games last year and did not play and was not 100% for a, a, several of the games mm-hmm. afterward. He's still like when he's 100% healthy, he's still arguably the best defensive player in the game um th- he's a game changer and then you look at all of the pieces that they are building with on offense uh, talk about all the things they have to address on offense or on defense they don't have to address anything at quarterback at running back they can always add to the receiver receiving core really offensive line is the only place where they can really upgrade because they have core pieces in place that just need to continue to develop
1: craig gets our last uh Question for the day, and that's: Does Mike Tomlin like having inferior coaches around him so that he looks smarter? Oh boy! All right, we'll take another one. <laughs> Alan says, "Does Cam have any trade value? Uh, Cam's not getting traded. No. Uh, in fact, I don't no. even want to entertain that one hypothetically. No. Uh, this is a stealer Yeah, you- uh, to the bone no. marrow. Okay, yeah. this is this is a Steeler."
0: you talk about the
1: most impactful uh, voice in that
0: locker room right now and it is it is absolutely Cam Hayward uh, that would be
1: that would be a difficult move to explain to a lot of people including including <laughs> Cam yeah. you know that would be a difficult uh, move and and to and explain. and the whole Hayward family in Charlotte yeah. and everybody know mm-hmm. okay not trading Cam no it's just not going to happen here if you're asking because you want him to get a ring or something like that or whatever I can promise you, Cam would much rather have as part of his legacy that he was a stealer for life than he would to go chasing some Von Miller type. You know, right? I'm just going to sign up with every well, team that I, I can, and there's
0: no guarantee that that even produces a ring. There, how many players do you see try to do that? I'll switch sports for a second. How how long did Marian Hossa do that in, in hockey before he actually won one? How'd
1: <laughs> that go for him? <laughs> first couple of years, no hockey on this show here. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, we're going to end up for for today and bring back our, our man, William Adams, who just said hello from Mississippi and say goodbye from Pittsburgh.